Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Words with God. So I'm very excited about today's podcast. I'm very excited about what we're going to be studying today. It's one of um, the scriptures that when you start reading it, it just tends to evolve. It tends to get more intense. It tends to get more, um, more deep. And it has to be a blessing. So um, I want you to be very, very, find a place that you can be comfortable to listen. Or if you're working or doing any other thing, you can just, you know, listen. But I, I want you to also listen and meditate while we go through this particular scripture. It's in the book of Hebrews. And I still remember when God started teaching me. The Holy Spirit started teaching me about this particular scripture, you know. And as I'm growing in the things of God, I'm starting to realize more and more how studying the word of God is meant to help build us as a person. Meant to show us how God expects us to see him and to see the world. They're two different things. You always have to see the world from a God perspective. God is expecting us to see everything that has to do with our, with our current reality, everything that has to do with our current um, place in life or season or face in life. God is expecting us to always see everything from his point of view from his own perspective from how he sees things you know i I always remember when my wife was pregnant and she kept on being overly conscious about how she looked how everything was just getting bigger clothes weren't sizing her anymore and all those things and i remember how frustrating it used to be for her but me it wasn't as frustrating it didn't even disturb me i I didn't even it didn't change anything because I wasn't seeing her the way she was seeing herself at the very moment in time. I don't know if you get what I mean. For every time I saw my wife while she was pregnant with any of our kids, I saw her from the first time I fell in love with her, from the first time I knew that I was going to marry my wife. That is how, and that's how I still see her till now. So I had to one day just tell her that, come, let me show you something. I took her to the, to the mirror and I said, just look at the mirror. Look, just what you see. She kept telling me everything that she didn't like. Oh, I'm this, I'm that, my feet, my nose, my hood. She went on and on and on and on and on. And I said, stop first. Let me tell you what I see. And I just was telling her my own truth because that's my truth. At that moment, it wasn't about the physical evidence or whatever it was that the mirror was showing me it was what i was seeing and i told her that next time she stands in front of a mirror she should stop seeing her reality and she should see what i'm seeing because what i see should be the only thing that counts on my one point so let me just the rest is just history and i'm still winning points still now but you get you get the gist so we're going to be studying hebrews today chapter four and we're going to be on 12 and 13 verse verses 12 and 13 it says for the word of god is alive and active i'm going to take my time and i want you to also take out time with me today to just 
you know go through this powerful and amazing scripture that has been a blessing to me and i believe god that at the end of this podcast it is going to be a blessing to you too so bible says for the word of god is alive and active and there was a full stop there there was a full stop there if you if you if you open your bible or your phone or whatever it is you used to study you're going to see that there's a full stop there i'm reading the niv version another one um another version that i particularly love also is the amplified version that says for the word that god speaks is alive and full of power I just want you to repeat that. I just want you to, you know, repeat that one more time. For the word that God speaks is alive and full of power. I don't I don't know why I just feel like you need to repeat that one more time. It's not because I don't know what to say, it's because I need you to, you know, read it from the perspective of God saying it. I mean picture god the almighty god the creator of heaven and earth the i am that i am the first and the last the alpha and omega the author and finisher of our faith that is also his word because you know remember the podcast we took our time to you know study john 1 1 where god says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and god is the word now the word of god in hebrew chapter 4 verse 12 is saying for the word that god speaks that is the word that is god himself for the word that god speaks is alive and full of power let's pause a bit i love how they amplified divided what the meaning of alive and full of power meant so amplified said making it active operative energizing and effective let me say that again making it active operative energizing and effective just take our time and like i said today i want you to be intentional and deliberate about holding your bible while you're listening and reading this for yourself to take out few minutes if you're busy if you're working if whatever it is that you're doing can you pause for like two seconds and just check this out open your bible open your bible app and just read this particular amplified version the word of god that god speaks his own very word that you can't separate from him that is who god is he's saying that it is alive and it is full of power two characteristics of god's word let me put it like this two characteristics of god is that god is alive and god is full of power so that means the moment you introduce god into anything the moment you introduce god into anything the moment you introduce the word of god into any situation what it means is that that particular situation though it might be dead as experienced or has been infused with life though they might say that 
there is a casting down. When the word of God comes in, when God steps in, there is life. It says it is a life. When God's word steps in, it says there is life that has now been introduced. It does not just stop at life. It now says beyond the life, I also have power. There's power that complements the life that comes with God's word. So when God says that he will crown your year with goodness, it means that this year, at the end of it, the life to bring goodness and the power to crown it with goodness has been introduced into the situation that seemingly looked like there was no other option or no other way that looked like a negative effect. God's word brings a life and it also gives power to the very situation. Can you see why I'm enjoying this scripture? Can you see why this scripture is so amazing and so powerful? Can you see why we need to study and meditate on it? Because you see, sometimes you might not have all the answers. That's the honest truth. You might not even know everything. There's the possibility that you may even know more than another person, or you might have a lot of answers to a lot of questions. But you see, I know that when you introduce the word of god when you bring in the word of god into any situation beyond whatever it is that you know intellectually power you see sometimes eh, you you might not understand how powerful god's words god's word is until you encounter his power until you encounter you know when they say that you have been blind but now you see that's usually ha- that's usually what happens when you encounter God's power. It is not a it is not with speech. It is not with eloquence. It is not with how good of an orator you are or how well put together your words are. It is just how powerful God's word is. When John and Peter looked at the man at the beautiful gate. And told him, silver or gold, I do not have. But what I have, I give unto you in the name of Jesus. Stand up and walk. You see, science can define that. There's no amount of intellect. There's no amount of structural integrity or eloquence that can define that. That was absolute power. And that is what the word of God is capable of. It has power and not just power, power that brings life, power that brings life. I know we are in a situation. I know we are in, 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 in times where there's so much uncertainty. There's a lot going on all over the world. It's not, you know, this season, you, you, you can't just go and be telling people your problem because there's most likely the person you're talking to also is going through something too. We're in a season where, you see, you can't rely or depend on a man or anybody to to save, to deliver. Bible explicitly says that the only person that is able to save is Christ Jesus. The only way 
is Christ Jesus. So, and we're in those times, we're in that time where you need the word of God to be alive and powerful. You need the encounter of God's word. The amplifier says the operative power in it, the energizing ability it has, the effectiveness to it, how active it is. The word of God has has operative power. That means it, it, it commands workings. It's not just words. It's not just you know words that make your belly you know tingle up it's not it's not romance there's no romance in it there's no romance in the word the word of god is operative that means it gets to work from the moment you you introduce god's word into your situation into any circumstance into any part of your life that you need things to begin to work or things to change or things to move the word of god gets to work the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. It gets to work. It gets to making sure you don't lack. It gets to making sure you are not alone. The word of God is operative like that. It gets to work. And God wants us, like I was saying from the beginning, God wants us to see these things, to see these things that concern him, these things that are his attributes, these things that, that define his character as a God, which is that he's faithful. He cannot lie. He will not say a thing and not do it. God wants us to begin to see everything that has to do with the world, everything that has to do with what looks like a reality. God wants us to see it from his own perspective that when I come into this situation, when I come into this place, when I enter into your heart and into your home, I go to work. I begin to operate. I energize things that look dead. I'm active with my promises. I say and I do. I'm effective. You can count on me. I'm dependable. I'm dependable. I'm capable. That is God's word. The word that is expecting us to not put under our pillow. The word that is expecting us to not be only on Sundays. The word that is expecting us to not be just when another person is saying it. But we are constantly, consistently, intentionally and deliberately getting to know this word. The word of God. That is God. That is powerful and alive. And this is just the the verse. The, the, this is just the first sentence. In this amazing and powerful verse, are you looking forward to the remaining part of this verse? Like I'm looking forward to it. It's just been amazing. I I sat there for for hours, just repeating and thinking and meditating on it, and picturing how far God has brought me, and 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 bringing into remembrance how much God has said and how he has fulfilled everything. God appeared to me as God is faithful. Every day, every waking hour that I that I remember that first encounter with him 
where he introduced himself as the faithful God. My life has not been the same. And I came to the understanding that because God is his word, that means his word is faithful to fulfill, faithful to perform, faithful to deliver. And every time that I need to build my faith, you see, yes, doubt may come doubt may come that's the honest truth you might enter into situations where you don't even know how to come out of it but the foundation the foundation of everything that you draw conclusion on or conclusion from should be linked back to god to his word that is powerful when it comes to what he says and is alive God is not dead. God is not dead. God is alive. God is active. God energizes. God is at work concerning your situation. God is at work concerning your situation. God is at work concerning everything that you desire. God is at work because his word is alive. Paul had to tell them, that I did not come to you with eloquence of speech, but with the power of God. Because at the end of the day, it all boils down to power. It all boils down to power. One of my favorite scripture is in Ephesians. He says, to him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above, according to the power that is at work within you to him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or think according to the power that is at work within you i love the way that scripture was broken down we're still on hebrews we're still on hebrews we're going to like i said take our time to study this this particular verse according to the power that is at work in you God is able to do. It's a, that scripture in Ephesians is saying, and to him that is able to do, which means there's no question on God's part. There's no doubt in God's part. If you can move from the point of operating from if God can to God will, it will go a long way to helping you build your faith and to helping you trust in God more. You see, whenever you're going through a situation, whenever you're going through anything, whenever, even just living, just normal day-to-day living, try as much as possible to, to surround yourself with the evidence that is in God's word, regardless of the reality that you're facing. Like when you go to the place of prayer, don't pray from the point of defeat or from the point of questioning. Pray from the point of authority and confidence. You see, as far as God is concerned, He can. No, let me say that in another way. As far as God is concerned, He is. I am. There are two, there are two different things that mean the same thing to you when you come to the revelation of that understanding. As far as God is concerned, God is. And is I am. Bible says that he that must come must come knowing that God is. That means there must be something about God that you already know before you come to his presence. 
it's just like going to the presence of a king you can't go to the presence of a king and begin to wonder whether the king whether the king can deliver you or save you or whether the king can solve your problem for you or not you 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 dare not in fact i i i dare say that you walking into the king's court and be rumbling and worried and afraid and questioning whether the king is capable or not is punishable by law somehow somewhere i don't know i don't know i think it should be punishable by law because it's it's an insult to the king that you come to the front of you come to the presence of the king and you are doubting his kingship you are doubting whether he's the lord and master of everybody whether he can actually turn your story around i think it, i think it, i think it should be punishable yourself i don't know maybe we'll look into it but yes i need you to understand what i'm trying to say bible says either must come must come knowing that god is so before you go into god's presence before you begin to work before you begin to receive before you begin to have faith you must first know and what do you need to know you need to know god's word you need to know what god has said concerning this situation you need to know god for yourself you need to have a personal one-on-one relationship with god because that is what guarantees that when you're now standing to his presence you know god said that you should come all those that are heavy and laden and he will give them before you do the coming first understand that he can first understand that god is before you begin the praying before you begin the moves before you begin making the plans before you get to the desires first know god and understand that god is bible says and he's not just he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him get to the seeking first it guarantees the confidence that you need to walk into his presence with boldness it's like come with boldness to the throne of grace and obtain mercy everything that has to do with god's word is linked back to have faith in god because god is faithful so when i'm what i'm trying to say is when it comes to his word that we've established that is also God you need to have confidence that when it comes to you your case is different one when it comes to you that as far as your eyes can see as far as you know his word will come alive for you his word will be active for you his word will be operative for you because God is faithful because God is faithful God never fails God never fails God never fails that is why you can bank on his word and he needs us to understand that he needs us to understand that we're still studying we're still studying this particular verse Hebrews chapter 4 from verse 12 to 13 it says for the word of God for the word that God speaks is alive and full of power for the word of God is alive and active for the word of God the word that God speaks is alive and full of power making it active operative energizing and effective now it goes on to say it is sharper 
than any two-edged sword. It is sharper than any, I mean, that literally means it can cut through anything. You've come to meet a roadblock. The word of God is sharp enough to cut through it for your breakthrough. (laughs) You've come to meet the mountain. The word of God is sharp enough to tear the mountain and pieces it into two. You see, that's why I always tell people, tell your mountain about your God. Don't tell God about your mountain. Because God's word is active and alive, operative and energizing and effective. So we tell the mountain who our God is. We tell the mountain that my God is powerful able to save able to deliver able to heal able to provide able to protect able to promote able to increase able to bless we tell our mountains how sharp our god is that it can tear through the enemy's territory cutting them to pieces we tell our mountain how strong how alive and how powerful our god is we don't tell our god Because from his own point of view, from where he's standing from, he's so sure, he's so very, very sure about his capabilities, about what he's able to do. That is why God can swear by no other but himself. So amazing. That is how confident, that is how sure of himself he is you need to be that sure he says it is sharper than any two-edged sword penetrating to the dividing line of the breath of life and the immortal spirit and of joints and marrow of the deepest part of our nature it exposes sifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart and not a creature exists that is concealed from his sight, but all things are open and exposed and naked and defenseless to the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Do you understand? He broke down the word of God is active and alive and full of power because that's a foundation to which you study. For every time you, 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 you open the Bible, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging you and asking you to study God's word from two points. The fact that what you're studying is a life. The fact that what you're meditating on is powerful. Every time you open the word of God, you speak the word of God, you declare the word of God, you listen to the word of God, you hear the word of God. Your understanding should come from two parts, that it is active and alive, and it is powerful. It is powerful. Every other thing that has to, that was spoken in that Hebrews chapter 4 verse is 12 to 13 is just a summary of how powerful and how alive God's word is. 
Oh, it says it's full of power. What is that situation that you're going through? What is that thing that you need answers for? Where exactly are you in life that you feel like there's no other way out? I'm telling you today that God's word is able to operate, able to energize, able to effect, and is active enough and alive to change that situation. Just take our time to say thank you, Jesus, for your word. Thank you for always being present. Thank you for being alive. You are a God that is alive. You are a God that is powerful. You are a God that answers. You are a God that does. Just because you are God. That is why we say thank you. It is enough. Thank you, Father. Trust this has been an amazing episode. Take our time to continually study, continually meditate, agree with what God is saying over and over and over again until it becomes a life for you. God bless you and have a great day. See you in the next episode.